Testing. I did testing. Hello, my ensuing lowjinks. This is your magistrate of mischief, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his civil pranking procedure podcast, Beware the Harry Mango. We haven't discussed Starship Sofa lately, but really, we don't ever discuss anything, do we? I just sit here and do the talking, and you just sit there and take it. I don't know how our relationship could possibly have lasted as long as it has. If you're talking to me, I certainly can't hear it. Try shouting. What's that? Well, whatever the hell you're saying, I really like this Starship Sofa promo by Nick Cam. Hey, you. Stop hiding behind that sofa. Come out from back there. Your sofa wants to talk to you. Wants to play footsie with your mind. Listen to it. Relax. Let it in. Starship Sofa. The first podcast ever to win a Hugo Award. With weekly stories from the world's best authors. Michael Moorcock. Peter Watts. Joe Haldeman, Peter F. Hamilton, and many, many, many more. With news and reviews and interviews. Bradbury, Pole, Wolf, and Mievel, the sofas chewed the fat with them all. Facts and fictions, articles and particles. Oh, why aren't you listening? StarshipSofa.com Your best science fictional fix this side of the coffee table. Links in the show notes. Go over there and listen to Swell Stuff right now. Today's story is all about power. The power to move the world or to make french fries. In the future, you'll see it'll either be one or the other. After all, we only have that one potato plant. Potato Plant by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Whoops. We were all out of oil. And I'm not just talking about in your cabinets, I'm talking about everyone's cabinets, including OPEC's, which in light of very recent circumstances had had to change its name to NOPEC. Some folks suggested we recreate the dinosaurs Jurassic Park style so we could then kill them and let them sit for millions of years, and finally we could go back to the drive-in and see what's playing. For all that trouble, it had better be something damn good. We were walking everywhere and the shampoo industry was hit hard because even our hair stopped being oily. Our emissions had gone on no-carb diets and things got greener and lots of animals started coming out of extinction. Except for those fucking no-help dinosaurs, of course. We couldn't charge our phones. Shit was out of control. Then one person remembered that potato-powered clock that you would see at all your kids' shitty science fairs. That was it. In no time, people had forgotten how to even spell the word oil. Well, mostly because there were no more oil-powered schools, but the race to potato power was on. We all drove around like hillbilly millionaires in our potato-powered cars. People powered their pacemakers with potatoes, and here we thought they just had lumpy, misshapen boobs. We had potato planes and tuber rocket ships, and in no time at all, our economy was beholden to Big Potato. NOPEC changed its name again to POPEC, and the government tried to quell the fears of our dependence on foreign spuds by creating the Strategic Potato Reserve in Idaho, but you can search for cool, dry places like there's no tomorrow. Those things are going to go bad eventually. We were constantly going to the tater station to fill up and slapped our kids senseless when they tried to eat our fuel cells. Do you have any idea how much a gallon of potato costs? We didn't think so. What do you mean, who's we? Go to your room and turn down that heat. Potatoes don't grow on trees, you know. And technically, they didn't. We ran entire cities on huge potato power plants. Not with millions of potatoes, that would be ridiculous. With two ginormous 30-story potatoes, and we attached electrical cables to them. The nation was almost brought to its knees in 2063 when terrorists attacked a potato plant in New Jersey with a microwave bomb which blew mashed potatoes all over the county. But the undaunted New Jerseyanian slathered butter all over the whole thing, added some green beans and barbecued chicken, and it really was the most enjoyable meltdown ever. (laughs) 
If this story oiled your olives, you can slather it and other soft shoulders at the URL of the Massage Oil Sensuelle, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Bump grindingly in the comments for this post, or it'll email me and we'll live with our sons until they're well into their 50s at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com, or give them the boot at 49 at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. The SF and SF Signal stands for Successful Failure, which is the best thing the folks at SFSignal.com can come up with to describe me when I'm feeling down. After that, I feel I can move mountains, as long as they're not successful mountains. Wobble the donate button on the homepage and donate one single dollar so that I can buy one-eighth of a food counter and will finally be able to keep track of how many food I have. Tweet Brigitte that even the reddest of Sonyas follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity, but only to decapitate me and win my vast kingdom. This podcast falls down 17 flights of stairs to awaken in the sub-sub basement of a building it wasn't looking forward to panhandling in in the first place, with bones sticking out of its flesh like the pins and a cushiony soft Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share-alike 3.0 imported license. Until I look attractive to someone outside of the species of Sasquatch, this should be Matthew Sanborn Smith singing gently la, la, la. that the husband is always the last to know. Just ask my husband. He doesn't even know he's my husband yet. Ask everybody else first. Good night.